the elder children looked at each other. In Russian, Frost was called Morosko, the demon of winter. But long ago, the people called him Karachun, the death god. Under that name, he was king of black midwinter, who came for bad children and froze them in the night. It was an ill-omened word, and unlucky to speak it, while he still held the land in his grip. Marina was holding her son very tightly. Alyosha squirmed and tugged his mother's braid. Very well, said Dunya after a moment's hesitation. I shall tell the story of Morosko, of his kindness and his cruelty. She put a slight emphasis on this name, the safe name that could not bring them ill luck. Marina smiled sardonically and untangled her son's hands. None of the others made any protest, though the story of Frost was an old tale, and they had all heard it many times before. In Dunya's rich, precise voice, he could not fail to delight. In a certain princedom, began Dunya. She paused and fixed a quelling eye upon Alyosha, who was squealing like a bat and bouncing in his mother's arms. Hush, said Marina and handed him the end of her braid again to play with. In a certain princedom, the old lady repeated with dignity, there lived a peasant who had a beautiful daughter. What's her name? mumbled Alyosha. He was old enough to test the authenticity of fairy tales by seeking precise details from the tellers. Her name was Marfa, said the old lady. Little Marfa, and she was beautiful as sunshine in June, and brave and good-hearted besides. But Marfa had no mother. Her own had died when she was an infant. Although her father had remarried, Marfa was still as motherless as any orphan could be. For while Marfa's stepmother was quite the handsome woman, they say, and she made delicious cakes, wove fine cloth, and brewed rich kvass. Her heart was cold and cruel. She hated Marfa for the girl's beauty and goodness, favoring instead her own ugly, lazy daughter in all things. First, the woman tried to make Marfa ugly in turn by giving her all the hardest work in the house so that her hands would be twisted, her back bent, and her face lined. But Marfa was a strong girl, and perhaps possessed a bit of magic, for she did all her work uncomplainingly and went on growing lovelier and lovelier as the years passed. So the stepmother, seeing Alyosha's open mouth, Dunya added, Daria Nikolaevna was her name. Finding she could not make Marfa hard or ugly, schemed to rid herself of the girl once and for all. Thus, one day at midwinter, Daria turned to her husband and said, Husband, I believe it is time for our Marfa to be wed. Marfa was in the izba cooking pancakes. She looked at her stepmother with astonished joy, for the lady had never taken an interest in her, except to find fault. But her delight quickly turned to dismay.
and I have just the husband for her. Load her into the sledge and take her into the forest. We shall wed her to Morosco, the lord of winter. Can any maiden ask for a finer or richer bridegroom? Why, he is master of the white snow, the black furs, and the silver frost. The husband, his name was Boris Borisovich, stared in horror at his wife. Boris loved his daughter, after all, and the cold embrace of the winter god is not for mortal maidens. But perhaps Daria had a bit of magic of her own, for her husband could refuse her nothing. Weeping, he loaded his daughter into the sledge, drove her deep into the forest, and left her at the foot of a fir tree. Long the girl sat alone, and she shivered and shook.